Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Good morning and welcome to this morning's edition of Berardi and Cook. Um, I'm Gilly and I'm joined by Jay. Um, just, how are you getting on this morning? You, are you all right? <sighs> well, I'm a bit out of sync with a camera, which kind of sums up my uh, last 24 hours. Um, yeah, I'm all right. I had an eventful night. I um, took me three hours to get to Leicester, thanks to the traffic. Um nice. Part of that we're just getting out of Bradford because everybody wants to get out of Bradford and uh, there's roadworks. <laughs> always. So it's made it, Not yeah, yesterday, so just it's, always. No, it's, it's made it worse, the roadworks. So it's, uh, I um, I got sat in some traffic and thought, fuck this, so I went a different way and it was worse. Um, <laughs> and then I got to <laughs> Leicester eventually uh, after someone nearly wiped me out on motorway because he, uh, he tried to speed up when I was trying to merge into a lane, you know, when they try to close the door on you. Right. I just thought, what a dickhead. So I did it anyway. And uh, yeah, he flashed his lights at me. Um, got to Leicester, found Roadworks again, missed a turn, ended up getting into the game about 10 minutes in. Um, so you missed the first I, 10 minutes at, at yeah, the first so half. I missed the first penalty shout. I missed Piro's couple of efforts that he had, which I think were all he did for the entire game. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, then it got to half time, and Leeds fans were scrapping with each other in concourse, um, which were f- fucking brilliant. And if you were doing that, you're a fucking knobhead because there's kids and stuff <laughs> around in there. And if you're that fucking bothered about getting a beer faster or whatever it is that set you off, then you should probably stay at home. But um, <laughs> yeah, I ended up wearing wearing a fucking copperberg when someone nearby got fucking involved and he squeezed his fucking pint and it all went up in air. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I got my beer. And then and then, so, what did you let back into the stand? In for the second and then the, well. and then yeah, the police <laughs> then won't let us back into the stand. They were keeping us all on that. Have you been to Leicester? Uh, I think the only time I ever went was when I was a very very young man, and I, we went to the old ground at Bilbo Street. Okay, well they've got these weird staircases up to the um, the top bit of the stand, and you you go up and round and back on yourself. And I got most of the way up there, then discovered oh yeah that's it because the blocking. 
entrance up at top. So I was just stuck in a stairwell then for like five, ten minutes and then got, well, five minutes or something. I got into the second half on about 53 minutes. Um, and then after that on the way home, I got flashed by a camera on some traffic lights, oh. <laughs> which I went through on Amber. So I'll be challenging that fucker if it comes. Amber means stop, James. Stop if it's safe to do so, Gilly. Amber stop means if it's stop. safe to do so. Now, <laughs> just before this happened, my car decided to play up, lost all electrical power and won't start at one point while I was in the middle of the road blocking traffic. Um, so to me, it didn't feel safe to stop just in case. So that's what I'll be telling them. And I <laughs> can't afford any more points either, so... But, uh, right. Yeah. So, amongst <laughs> all of that, but I'm doing great. Free... Otherwise, <laughs> amongst all of that, Leeds managed three points. We'll run an intro. We'll get into that. So did I. <laughs> Hi, this is Don Matteo, and you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> You look like fucking Brolin, you're a Leeds hating bastard. Or some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. You tental player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit like dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. And we can run counter to that nothing spectacular really now because I've had some stick for putting... I know you said it, but I've had some stick for putting it in the intro and has not been spectacular ever since. Um, I mean, the context I said it in were never meant to be applied that way, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't, it wasn't. But I've had some stick for that. And do you know what? I think last night, I think we can say, do you know, I I think a lot of people expected a lot of goals in last night's game. Um, And maybe there should have been a couple more, um, given the the attacking forces that were on show last night. Mm. But I think from a perspective of the actual overall game, in fact, well, actually, I was just about to say, let, let's start with the first half and we'll start with the first 10 minutes. I'll, yeah. I'll take this picture. <laughs> yeah, you better do, yeah. I have watched the highlights since. Uh... Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I don't know if you'd managed to read it because I know you were travelling down, but um, I'd said when I were giving my predictions in the group chat before the game, I'd said that if we're at it um, right from the outset and we'd, we're not that slow out of the traps and we're not that, you know, if we're at it right at the outset, I think we'll we'll... We'll take it by the odd goal. Yeah. And if we're not, yeah. then it's probably that we're going to be losing by more than that. And right from the outset, 100% right from the outset, we were at it. You could you yeah. could just feel it. You could, you, it, it was just so obvious we were at it. Um, and I think, you know, you mentioned Perot in just the opening statements there around... <sighs> He's there to score. So I, I shared my frustrations immediately on Twitter, as, as, as we all want <laughs> to did, do. Gosh, that's what he's fucking there for. Was was the kind of <laughs> that was the feeling at that point in time because we were so dominant. I think um, the first the first ten minutes we were so they couldn't get out of their half. Absolutely could not no. get out of their, their half, and yeah. all of the all player, highlights it looked like all yeah. us initially. Absolutely, all of Which the player were in quite in a contrast from how we normally third, start. Or, or, or the middle third. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, it is. So, um, it, it, it surprise is probably a bit strong, mm. uh, but we were at it and we were on the front foot and we were closing him down. And, and uh, to, to give Perot his dues, he was doing that as well. He was doing the closing and the, the pressing, which yeah. I think a lot of people have criticised him for not not doing quite as readily as as the other players around him have been. Yeah, his effort wasn't that great. 
Uh, oh, you, you, you've seen the highlights, so you'll have, you'll have seen the yeah, effort. Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. I was he's shocked, there. actually, by how badly off target he was. Yeah, that is what he's there for, isn't he? <clears> he's there to score them. <clears throat> I mean, you you can um, forgive, like, the odd one like that, you know, because it's going to happen. And if you're only getting a few chances in a game, chances are now and again, you're going to miss it one. You know what I mean? But he hasn't scored for a few games now, and it's you start to think, oh, how much is he contributing at the moment? And I'm not saying I don't want him in the team or any of that bollocks. Like I've heard people saying, people saying, oh, we shouldn't have signed him. He will score. He will come good again. He will score goals. But it's going to be one of them where we're going to have to just put up with these periods, I think, where he doesn't get any for two or three games now and then. It's just going to be the way yeah. it is. And he's going to be anonymous in some games till he does score. But as long as he scores, that's okay. If you look at Rutter's game, and in the past we've we've talked about Bamford at length, and the other element to their game is, you know, Paddy the non-scoring nine, and then Rutter the non-scoring nine uh, yeah. has been uh, has been a bone of contention for a lot of people. But Paddy was occupying defenders, and he was pulling people around, and we were scoring from midfield, and we were scoring from out wide. Don't get me started on him last night. Uh, and Ruta not scoring, but he's dropping deep and he's building play. Straight into me that we're playing somebody in the nine that's not going to score goals. He's just not going to... I mean, I know he scored last night, fair play. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think uh, you know he had to be in the right position to score that goal. And I think it's great that he was. But he's, you, you look at him playing and although he starts off in the nine, he's dropping deep and Piro's pulling forward and it's whatever else. Yeah. Actually, it feels like we're not playing with a nine at, at, at most of the time. But because of the rest of his yeah. game... Those goals and the fact that he's getting assists, the fact that he's not leading the goal scoring chart for us, is largely irrelevant as long as somebody else is getting the goals. But that's what Piro's there mm. to do. When he, and the rest of his game for me is so limited it's level that he's yeah. not getting the goals. He's always going to come under fire and get stick for not getting them. Yeah, well, that's going to happen as a striker, isn't it? Because that's like you said, that's what he's there for. Um, yeah. I tell you, last it's because night, it doesn't um, occupy the defenders in the same way. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's it, it's that he's, he's going to get a bit more stick when he's not scoring the goals than other players might if they're yeah. providing input in other ways. Yeah, and, and I mean neither of them are doing the the same thing up front that Bamford does, where he sort of bullies his way around and yeah. makes his presence felt. We don't have that when he's not on the pitch. But God, he he pissed me off last night. I mean, he couldn't even keep a ball in the corner. He couldn't even <laughs> do that right. And I think this will sound weird after what he's done recently, but I think last night that was the moment I really did lose the last ounce of faith I had in that man. I, I, I don't care. You had it. Yeah. I don't care for what he supposedly <laughs> brings to the team. I don't care anymore. I don't want it. I think the cost of it is too high. Okay. I mean, he's not going anywhere, so... I know he's not. <laughs> you can feel how you want to feel about him. He's not changing out. I'd rather not see him. He can exist somewhere somewhere else in the in the ether. <laughs> can sit at Thorpe Arch in canteen. Okay. I mean, he's going to stay on the bench and he's going to keep coming on. Oh, I know he is, but I, I'm not going <laughs> to like it. <laughs> so, you know, I'm sure he doesn't give a fuck while he gets his 30, 40k a week still, but, you know... I mean, fair enough. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, I think so. You know, the first ten minutes, we, we were definitely at it, hundred yeah. percent. You could. You, there was just this overall feeling that 
Um, we're in this game and, and we've, we've come, Farker had said before that they weren't going to be passive and they were going to be front foot about it. And you could see right mm-hmm. from the outset that they were. My major concern, especially when you've got the person that you look to for, for, for scoring the majority of the goals, misses like that. Well, mm. Pop in that way in somebody else's backyard that's won nine for the yeah. league and you're thinking, shit, we really, really need to take advantage of this position that we're in because yeah, at some yeah. point they're going to come good. I can barely see you, by the um, way. You're going like blurry because your camera's all low bandwidth. You keep freezing. <laughs> oh, shit. It looks fine at this end. We'll we'll, we'll carry on. People in, people in comments can tell us whether it's me oh, or so we can you can have, You can have the chat with... Uh, you can have the chat with Matt and I'll try and sort things out in the background. But um, yeah, no yeah I, I think that, that was the big... When you're on top, you need to be able to take advantage of that and push that advantage and you need to take you your chances. And it almost felt, you know, it's that head in the hands of, shit, if we don't score while we're on top, yeah. we're going to end up just ruining those missed chances. Um, and I think that was the biggest surprise to me, actually, is that we just stayed front foot throughout the entire game. That I was shocked at how good we defended because that, that right winger absolutely terrorised us at times. Yeah. And they were just like, it were ripping our, our defence apart. They were in there every time. He were into the box. He were putting a cross in or he were playing a pass to the edge of the box. And he were beating his man nearly every time. But we we stood up and we we kept him out. And we closed guys down before they could get shots away. And uh, it was frustrating at times how deep we were sitting. The, like the crowd were all screaming, get out, Leeds, get out, you know. But they were, they were doing what they were told to do. And they obviously did it well. You know, it, it worked. And... Leicester must have been frustrated as hell. And I have to say, for a team that's flying the way they are, their fans were poor. And they went <laughs> behind. They all show up. I mean, before that, they there were the flags waving, drum were going, you know, Clappers. people were giving it. Yeah, they're all shouting and bawling and waving the fucking stupid things. And uh, that goal went in and it just went quiet and it just stayed like that. And our <laughs> end were just insane. And honestly, the, the stand were moving. It were bouncing, like everyone was jumping down. You could feel the the ground beneath you going like this, and it was bizarre. And for a moment, I was like, "Oh shit, what if this collapses and we all die?" And then I thought, "Fuck it," and started jumping up and down with them. So. <laughs> you are right, though. Um, I, you know, the Fatu. My main concern was Byram got booked really early in the game. You know, I think we were only twenty yeah. minutes in, and Fatu's already had him on. On Ooh. toast a couple of times. It's booked and you think you're freezing on us a bit, mate. Back. Yeah. yeah. Um, I tell you what, let's bring Matt in and I'll drop out for a second, see if I can sort things out. You you, yeah, you guys go, can have a quick go chat. turn that Roblox off. <laughs> you're right there, Matt. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> What's going um, on? Uh, not much really. Now. Was it is it me or Gilly that were freezing? Uh Gilly. Oh good. Yeah. There's been no problems for me recently, so I, I thought it were him, but you know, I didn't want to say for definite because anything can happen on this podcast. We all have technical gremlins. <laughs> uh what time's it there, Matt? Uh 10.50. <laughs> At night, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I asked you that, of course it is. <laughs> um, where did you watch the game? Uh the radio. <laughs> <laughs> International uh, radio or radio radio? Um the, the, the visual radio. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's brilliant in this day and age, isn't it? The technology <laughs> that they've created. Um, what did you think then overall? Like, were you upset with any performances? Were you? No, you I think everyone played outstanding. I, I didn't. There's no one that really played bad. I was impressed with like Somerville, like tracking back, mm. especially because like yeah, he's had actually. problems recently. Yeah, and I was, you know, he was like a complete player last night. He was everywhere. He was defending. Yeah. He was attacking. <laughs> and uh, he were really unlucky, I think, not to get a decent shot on goal because he had some opportunities there. And that yeah. one later on, when Dan James decided to shoot, he should have played Somerville in. Uh, I think that was the idea, though. I think I think that's like a training ground play that we have. Like, he runs through and then he goes around and just hits yeah. it. But... I mean, it worked for him last week, didn't it? They did something yeah. similar, and James shot and he scored. But this time, no dice. Nah. <laughs> so, what did you think of Leicester? Uh, uh, they weren't as good as what they, they their fans were talking about, how good they were going to be. Like They were talking about, oh, they're going to smash us. I know, um, yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh, that, I, saw, I saw some fan, I saw someone on, I think it was on Twitter, They someone said like, Oh, we should have won. You had one shot on target. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Their manager a bit salty, wasn't he? Apparently, I've not, I've not actually seen his post-match interview yet. But apparently, he thought they should have won the game. He said something about like, "Oh, we're not the best team that they played" or something. I don't know. Well, we're one of the ones that's beat them, so <laughs> I'll take that. Do you know what I mean? Who, who is yeah. the best team? Hull. I don't even think he said Hull. Him. I think I think he. <laughs> I don't even know who he said. I think I think. I don't know. God knows. I mean, he's obviously a decent manager, is Maresca. He's done a good job there. But it's also one of those, like, sometimes you'll see somebody dropped into something, a bit like maybe Gerard at Rangers, where the squad's that good, it can't really fail. Mm, true, yeah. And you don't know how much of it is that coach and how much of it is just the fact that it's a good side, a good squad of players. And, I mean, we know which one it was with Gerard now, but Maresca, the, uh, the jury's still out for him, but... I mean, they're riding the crest of a wave, aren't they? It's one of those, it's all going well, and you just don't change much, do you, in that situation? No. We have to hope that, you know, this this might maybe disrupt them a little bit and they start losing a few games. I mean, I don't see it. No, I think I they'll just carry on. I think they'll just carry on as they were, personally. But it does. It, it's good to, you know, find a chink in the armour of a side that's flying like that and maybe plant a little bit of doubt. Yeah. I think um yeah I think Ipswich had a both of them Ipswich will probably fall off, but yeah I think everyone thinks that we keep saying yeah. it and it's not happening. <laughs> not yet. No, we we beat them. We tried to derail them and they just carried on. Uh, we've beat Leicester. They'll probably just carry on. It feels like um, it's it's proper leads in that any other season we'd be in top two with the yeah. way we go in, but this season just our luck we've ended up in this situation <laughs> where there's two teams absolutely killing it. I mean, was it like record points at the moment for Leicester? And I then think like so, record, yeah. It's, record points for a promoted so. team for Ipswich? I think so, yeah. I think that's uh, right. Gilly might know now he's back if he's working. Hello, can you hear me all right? I can hear you, yeah. mate. Yeah, that, that seems a lot better, actually. I've switched laptops. This is the one that I've just taken off at Youngun so that he can't play uh, Roblox while I'm, while I'm live. You horrible man. <laughs> <laughs> It is mine, not his. I'll just stress. <laughs> just <thinking laughs> my own Does anything really belong to you when you have kids? <laughs> well, there is that. Sorry, what was the question? Uh, we were just talking about sort of um, Leicester and Ipswich and just saying about 
in any other season, we'd be up there, wouldn't we? We just it's just leads that that we've ended up in this league with two teams yeah. absolutely flying, and we've tried to derail Ipswich by beating them. We've just done the same to Leicester. We're just saying, you know, I don't think Leicester will fall off. I think they'll just carry on as they were, like Ipswich have. But it's good to plant a seed of doubt and remind these teams that they can be beaten. It is, and they've both got to come to our place as well, which is a, yeah. a, a pretty big deal. You know, we we we've, and I think we've been better at home than we have away, but we're beating Ipswich and Leicester. Yeah. Um, just as an extension to that, you know, Leicester had won nine on the bounce, and I think um, the, the stat that I read, I've been away this week, so I've not really kept up with everything. But the stat that I read before I went away to last weekend was that uh, in any other oh Ipswich frozen again, been, been breaking the record for the best. Oh, you're a bit glitchy, mate. Your camera's froze. Your Brilliant audio's this. in and out. Fantastic. What is going on? <laughs> it's really time for you to get a new internet provider like me, mate, like I did. I, I'm smooth sailing now. I just have. <laughs> I just have. It's gigabit. Are, are, are you still in cancellation period? I'll oh, give them a shout what. if you are. Connected to wrong. I connected to it wrong Wi-Fi. Connect- That's the issue. Oh my god! And 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 it's, it's you're like up my, uh... you're in charge of a lot of IT stuff. Like you're, I'm you're just stolen it off him. He's picked, picked up my mesh uh, internet rather than my proper one, so it will be in <laughs> ah, and out. There we go. Anyway, you'll, so you'll, um, I'll quickly make the point before I switch Wi-Fi's. <laughs> is in any other season, Ipswich would be breaking records. Yeah, uh, yeah, for the best start at this level ever. Yeah, they they've done great, and it's really upsetting. You've completely froze, mate. So we're just going to carry on. Uh, <laughs> but it's a it's kind of sad, isn't it, seeing Leif Davis doing so well for them when we let him yeah. go. But um, uh, I said this on on the pod the other night, Matt. I think if he'd stayed at Leeds, he, he would have been playing under-21s instead of playing men's football, and I don't think he'd have developed mm. the way he has if he'd stayed yeah. and done that. So I still think, at the time, it was probably the right move for the club to let him go because mm. he wasn't the player he is now and he wouldn't have got that development time, but it's it's sad to see someone we let go relatively cheaply doing so well and for a rival at the top. Yeah, I might be back now. Fingers crossed. I'm on the right Wi-Fi. I'm on the right laptop. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Right. Sorry about that. How are we doing, Matt? Good. (laughs) Well, ask what time it is. I'm sure Jay's already had that covered. I did, and then I said, um, I said, oh, at night, yeah? And then I'm like, (laughs) why did I ask that? (laughs) Because it's at night in fucking Australia. Right, so um, oh. I've just got a couple of questions for Matt, if that's all right. So, um, just in terms of the um, the shape of the team, our team, and and um, the the personnel that we picked, mm. I was still a little bit unsure, especially up against Mavadidi. I was still a little bit unsure about our right back position and Gray playing in there. How do you feel mm. he got on? I think he got all, he got on all right. I think he was actually pretty good. I mean, I saw before the game some Leeds fans on Twitter were saying, "Oh, he's not a right back after one bad game there," and I'm like. He's played like four or five good games and he gets one bad game and everyone thinks he's bad. And I'm like, he's he's not. <laughs> I, I, I don't think anybody said that. he's a bad player though, are they? Um, it, it, no, they just, like, people are saying, position. oh, he's not a right back, but yeah. he can play there. 
Yeah, and he showed that he can last night against my because you know Mavadid is one of the better wingers in the in the league, and and you know as a, a fullback, you're probably not going to have many more challenging opponents to play against than, than in that game. So he, he darts off to him. I think um, I was one of those that were saying he, he's not right back. I want to see him in midfield. But the thing I about think it I is, said, I think most yeah, of us did. The thing about that is, you know, you don't drop Ampadu for him because Ampadu's just romping the entire league. He's doing so well. And then Kamara got man at match. You do not <laughs> drop Glenn the Beast Kamara after that. <laughs> well, he got man at match. So I think, um, I mean, we'll we'll see who starts the next game because I think there's a few of them are, are nursing injuries at this point. So I think the, there's a few of them being coaxed in along. And, <laughs> and I think um, Kamara having played patchy numbers of games before joining us he's still working himself back up to absolute full fitness so it, it's a bit of a balancing act but you know it, it's a great it's a great position to be in to have too many than than not enough which is where we were before in midfield isn't it mm. yeah um Absolutely, so yeah, yeah just I've got um, a question just, for you guys yeah go on has anyone seen harry winks <laughs> <laughs> harry harry where are you no, I was going to say nah, you'd have to look down either. to find him, but you're probably about his size, aren't you? Probably, yeah, probably. Twice the size of him that way, but, you know, <laughs> same height. Um, so, Matt, um, you know, we touched on, on Gray and, and whatever else, but in terms of man of the match, where oh, would you Kamara. put you? Yeah? Kamara, 100%. With it. Tell us why, Matt. Come on, we want as money's worth out of you. <laughs> oh, he, I don't know, he's just all over the place. Like, he did really well, like, in a good way. Like tackling, win the ball, good part. He got into the game more, like than what we have mm. seen. Best performance of the season. Um, yeah, he just did a lot. <laughs> and that's coming well, off another good performance for Kamara. Jamie agrees. Last time. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie says, "I really like Kamara. Strong, smooth, and confident, just like Danny Rumsey." Is that behind closed doors? <laughs> hey, what they get up to, mate? Consent hey, it's up to them. All of that. It's up to them, mate. It's up to them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to make himself a bit important, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> he's, 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 but he's not going to give it up. No, I, and they, they they need to stake a claim, don't they? You know, we we saw Gruev come on later on in the game, and I think for me he's fourth choice at the moment. Um, but fourth choice in this midfield is you know that's not really a detractor, is it? Because they're all playing so well. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Everyone, everyone's putting in a shift every game. I mean, even when we played shit at Stoke, it wasn't for lack of effort. Yeah, it, it was just one of them where stuff won't working, you know. But I've not seen any games where players have not been giving it their all. Yeah, agreed. That says a lot for Farker and what he's managed to instill in them. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> so, um, just a last question before we let you go, then, Matt. So, in terms of um, our strongest eleven. So I, I think if you look at the the, the, the position wearing in the table and the fact that Ipswich and Leicester have been flying and so on, and you look at that in context, actually our season started off more slowly, but of course it did because we had the madness of August and the end of the transfer window. Yeah. Um, um, but I think, so, you know, we, we're, we're in a position where we're still improving. And yeah. um, at some point, I think that you, you're in a position where you're looking at your Leicester and you're looking at your Ipswich and you're thinking, are they going to be able to continue this throughout the season? But in terms of us and our shape and our setup, how far away do you think we are now from optimum? I think we're almost there. I think we just need that performance where we get like four or five goals. Like we just need that. I mean, we've had that, but we need that. Like we just need to keep going. I feel like because you know 
after Huddersfield having Leicester is like a difficult game. You need that like one or two games in a row where we get like three goals and just, mm. just start smashing teams. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> um, Jamie's just calling you out. I always like Matt Lee's been coming on the show for a long time. Hey, he's right. We've got we've got we've got a few friends that, that join us uh on a fairly regular basis. So um yeah, so we'll We're very um, lucky. We'll, we'll let you get off and have a beer before bed then. <laughs> yeah, have a good one, Matt. Have a good one, Cheers, Matt. We'll see you again soon. Cheers. Yeah. Um yeah, so you know, we'd 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 started talking about the first half and we got through the, the, the 10 minutes and then we've we focused on a couple of elements there. I think as a built yeah. through that first half though, and and um I think it, it was clear that we were sustaining ourselves in the game. Did did it really surprise you that Leicester's midfield didn't really seem to get a foothold in the game? Yeah, big time. Like I joked about Harry Winks there, anonymous. Yeah, and if you listen to uh, Locks over on Joe's channel, it's been uh, it's been waxing lyrical about him all season. Like he's like the second coming, is the Messiah, best <laughs> midfielder in league, and all this kind of bollocks. Not on last night's evidence, he won't. He looks like a flat track bully. Yeah, and, and that Cassidy as well. Cassidy, Cassidy. I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. I think it's Cassidy. Um, Probably better than really Cal to come up with. Sorry? It's probably a better attempt than Carl would have come up with. <laughs> yeah, there is that. <laughs> um, now, I think he'd been at Sampdoria last season, which means he, he did get relegated. Um, but um, in the build-up... Yeah, but in the build-up to the game, we were getting all the plaudits and there were a lot of people going, oh, do you know, he's a young man and he's coming to the, this side and he's really made this place his own and he's, he's mm. been dominating opponents. I mean, him, Winks and Jewsbury all, I just didn't see anything from at all. And and I think that was potentially the biggest surprise to me. You know, we've spoken about um, Kamara, we've spoken about Ampadu, we've spoken about Gray and their influence in the game already. And Gray was stepping into midfield at times, which I liked as well. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think from my perspective, one of the things that I really, really liked from last night is although we were only the one goal the better by full time, mm. actually it, it wasn't, you know, the, the, I've had a couple of people on on the hook this morning that are Leicester fans <laughs> saying how lucky a win it was. Yeah, um, just saying how lucky a win it was. But Fuck off. In, in in every way. So I think if you look at the the match stats, I think they had something mad like sixty six percent possession. But it didn't feel mm. that way because we were in control so much. Because they never yeah. really did anything with it. Did that was that echoed in the, in the stands when you were watching? Was there that nervousness of, oh, God, we haven't scored? Um, there was a bit because you don't want to go behind to a team like that, do you? You want to, you want to take the lead and, and get on the front foot with it. And there was always that worry for me personally that if we did go behind it, it'd be very, very tough to get back in because they'd just shut up shop. And yeah, um, yeah I, I was relieved when we got that first goal. But then the subsequent 30... 35 minutes or whatever after that were maybe the most tense 35 minutes of football I've watched in, in years. <laughs> like, I, I don't think I even felt that tense when we were like battling to stay up last season. I was just on edge. I, I couldn't settle. You could feel it in the air, you know? It's like the atmosphere were just like, it were on the knife edge and you could you could just feel that people were were shitting it right the way through because their their attack was relentless at that point and some of that was down to them playing well but a lot of it was down to our tactics I think and that we were letting them attack 
and we were because we weren't closing down when they had the ball in their half and stuff. We weren't yeah. running to the keeper. We weren't running to the first man, challenging. We were staying in formation, in position, waiting for them to make a move, and then we were soaking it up and trying to counter. Um, and I think Farker got that spot on because if we had gone at them, we'd have left ourselves wide open and players like Winks, like Dewsbury Hall, they would have loved that. Yeah, Vardy didn't get a look in. You wouldn't have known you were on pitch. No, that's true. There, there was just one one time that um, they, they, they did get away with it, and, and Melier just just made a save. But there were um, Vardy pushed. He had two hands on Rodon's back, and he pushed him under the ball, and Rodon kind of went under the ball, and he just mm. um, just got a toe on it, and it, it just trickled through to Melier. And that was really the only time we saw Vardy doing anything. They they couldn't pick him out at all. And I think a lot of yeah. that is because of our shape and because of the fact, you know, so Hermanson, I, I don't know if you, if you saw it, I, I can't remember how early on in the game it was, but Hermanson really brought the ball out and almost gave it away outside his box. Yeah, I um, think that was just before I got in, but I've seen it on the highlights. Right. Um, but yeah, that was risky. He nearly got it nicked off him, didn't he? Yeah, very much so. And there was no defence at all around him. So either he brings down the man uh, and it's a straight red card or it's a goal. Mm. Um, so, but that is what they wanted. They really, really wanted us not just on the front foot in choosing when we engage, but they wanted us to engage with the keeper and then push the full they back did, yeah. so that they could open up that space. And I think that is what we did really well. We compressed that. And that's why, you know, I, I, I get what you mean in terms of how tense it was because when it's mm. nil nil or one nil, it's always tense. Yeah. Um, but I think in the context of the game, we never looked like we were out of control you know they had a lot yeah, of the ball yeah. and it was relentless pressure at certain points but it it still never felt like they were doing much with it if that yeah. makes sense no it, it makes total sense um like you could tell they were they were trying to tempt us to yeah come out of position to them like the keeper were coming further and further on as the game progressed yeah. so yeah um i just think we were really disciplined and I was really impressed by that. Like, nobody got carried away. Nobody forgot what they were supposed to be doing. <laughs> Don't die, mate. <laughs> um, and <laughs> that wrong hole. <laughs> I have to Nearly spat it back out again. Jesus Christ. I have to say, uh, Somerville really impressed me because I, I, I mentioned this to, to Matt while you were sorting your equipment out. Um, <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> um <laughs> But, I mean, Somerville were like a complete player last night. He were defending, he were attacking, he was staying where he was supposed to be, he wasn't getting dragged into anything. I mean, the only time he kind of lost his cool when he stood up to one of their players and had a little Barney with him there. Oh, but I love that. I absolutely love that. I and saw um, on the uh, on the tweet about it since last night. Oh, yeah. It, it was um, Chowdhury. Now, yeah, yeah. just before it, Chowdhury had made a really good tackle, but then... Mm. But then during that period, he kind of uh, shoved into Somerville and then grabbed him. Um, yeah. And Somerville were having none of it at all and suplexed him to ground him. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a little bit of a Leicester um, fan thing earlier. And this guy is just like, Somerville, you're filthy. He's got to go. Whoa. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Right, enjoyed it. That's even better, isn't it? Not only yeah. did we beat them in their own backyard and stop them getting their 10th win in a row, which would be a club record for them, yeah. but Somerville bullied, literally bullied a man twice his size. <laughs> he did. He absolutely did. 
And I, yeah, it was just, it were ace. Like the, the atmosphere was just amazing. Like I didn't leave for a while after I was just like jumping up and down still. <laughs> um, I, I, I think Melier has not been talked about enough for that save either. Well, yeah, no, I'm going to come on tell to you that what. towards the end, but we'll do it now. I mean, it is a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I were I was stood there, and you know when you see stuff in slow motion, you see that ball come over, and you see someone go up and heads towards going, it's stoppage time, and you should have it wrapped up, and you're like, <laughs> you know, and then it's like, and then he saves it, and you're just like, oh my god, ah, you know, <laughs> it was just insane. It it was like scoring a goal. It was no, it absolutely was like it, it won it, the game. It, it was worth a goal because that was the difference between three and one point. Mm. Um, That's it. So, yeah, absolutely. It it really does. Um, and I think it that gets his stick, but yeah, I, and I've been one of them. Yeah, I, I, I've been one of them that is um, that that has been a detractor of his recently because not not last season, but this season. Uh, you know, last season you just need to leave in the past now, don't you? Um, th- this season there's been a there's been a few where you're thinking it's his decision making and he, that's what he needs to improve on. And it's yeah. his concentration because we are going to dominate teams in this league and we are going to dominate the ball. I mean, we didn't last night, but you know that's against another side that's been relegated. So but yeah. th- th- there are going to be a lot of games where dominating possession and he's going to be stood having not very much to do. Um, and mm. you know that, that comes down to concentration levels. And I think discipline, concentration, those <laughs> are all things that I, I think we saw all over the park last night. You know the the front line not not getting too heated and 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 um you know the the, uh, the passion and whatever else running through them to go and press the ball actually keeping their shape and keeping in that position and then the midfield yeah. giving them that platform to build on and the defense yeah. you know I I think I think the overall best performer on the pitch probably wasn't wearing a lead shirt, which says a lot, given that we won the game. But I think Pereira, especially at this level, I think Pereira is a really, really talented player. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought he did really well. And I think down that right-hand side where you had Pereira picking up Jimmy and you had Fatu that were playing on Byram, mm. that's, that's where, if they were going to be dangerous, that's where that were going to be coming from. And that really says a huge amount for, for Dan Pereira, James. I didn't see Pereira on the team sheet. Oh, yeah, he's right back in here. I'm looking at the wingers and thinking that's... Oh, no, no, yeah. right back. Yeah, no, I'm Pereira right back and then yeah. um, Fatu in front I'm, of him. I'm looking at it thinking, he's not one of the wingers. And I'm like, of course he's not. He's fucking right back. <laughs> but uh, he Jimmy really, really well was my point. And, yeah, and yeah. That, right, So I think he's been playing at left back actually in recent games and they switched him to the right oh, to pick okay. up Jimmy. Right. Um, and um, in, so I think on, on their right, so, you know, Fatou really did have uh, Byron on toast a couple of times in first half. Mm. And you look at that and, and how well Pereira played. Pereira, you know, Jimmy's probably been the most effective winger in the league so far this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pereira's playing on him. And then you've got um, <clears throat> um, Fatou that had played well. So on their right hand side, actually, is where a lot of their danger came from. Whereas you're looking on their left, and uh, Justin's not the player that Pereira is, but Mavadidi and Jewsbury Hall tend to operate in that in that wide left role. Yeah, and yeah. that's you know I think Jewsbury Hall's clear now in terms of the assists in the league, um, okay. and they did very very little on that left hand side, and I think that says a lot for how well both mm. Dan James and Archie Gray played together. Um, yeah, definitely. I thought Archie I did that, really good last night. Probably his best performance at that position. 
Yeah, especially against, as I say, against the opposition you were up against. But I think mm. um, you know Dan James is another one that's had a lot of detractors. And I think if you look at his assist and you and you look at his his impact in terms of stats, you can be fooled for 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 thinking. Do you know what this guy's a flying winger? He's doing all of this and he's doing all of that. If you don't watch our games, but it's, he's yeah. really quite passive in some of our games. And and actually, a lot of his corners last night, you know, he wasn't beating the first man. It was the same old frustrations. Then the game, then the the goal came from. Yeah, uh, yeah. His cross, Byram came in with a stonking run. That header. Yeah, I mean. The, the header itself, it's really strange. It comes off his shoulder. It does get his does head it? to it, but then it comes off his shoulder. Okay. Couldn't the mountain spills at his feet, and then obviously it's... it's it, 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 I mean, it, it would have tapped him for any one of the three that were stood there waiting for it. Mm. Um, you know, I, I don't know how that's worked, that you've got a defender running through that's completely unmarked in Byram, and then you've got three attackers in the six-yard box all unmarked. Yeah. And that, that's usually us defending like that. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's because they, they keep people out waiting to break, don't they? Yeah, get back at the yeah. other end. So, um, um, so yeah, I like Pereira played really well and and um, kept Jimmy quite quiet throughout. Um, and then you had Fatu that played well on Byram. So I think we did really well actually to get through that point of danger because, as I, as I said, um, <laughs> Cheers, morning. everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, as I said early on in the in, in the coverage we've done, I was really worried when Byron got that booking. And I'm thinking, yeah. well, hang on a minute. He's already been done twice by this fella that he's playing against. How are we going to cope no. with that? That's um, that's the thing that fills you with dread, isn't it? Seeing your fullback get a booking early because they can't put a foot wrong then. And yeah. against tricky players like they had, it's it's really difficult to especially when you already had the upper hand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but actually, I think that's where Ampadu and Strike did really well to back him up um, because at no point were he then isolated one on one where he had been in previous elements. But they mm. needed that coverage, and I think that that's just a. It's a footballing IQ thing. It's an experience yeah. thing. And, you know, we're, yeah. we've been talking about leadership in the side. And, uh, you know, even Ampadu himself, I know he's captain Wales, but he's a young player. Stroke's mm. got our arm, armband on. But he's a young yeah. player that doesn't have the experience of a lot of the other players. But that took a lot of experience to see that point of risk and think, right, OK, this is how we're going to handle that mm. and not leave him isolated again so that he didn't yeah. feel like he needed to. Because he's only making those challenges. He, he knows what's coming. By room, he's he is yeah, experienced. He, he knows what's coming. He's only doing that because he feels like he needs to because he's isolated one on one with a winger. It's mad, isn't it? Sam Byron being a senior player that leads. <laughs> well, it is. But he's <laughs> it been really ace. Is. He's been ace. Yeah. 
And uh, he surprised again, me. Like, yeah, again last night, as we say, with like the fact he got through the rest of the game to the point before he was subbed. He, were he subbed? Yeah. He was. Yeah, he was, yeah. So that's when Ailing came on and that's right. He switched around a bit. Um, but yeah, to get through all that without putting a foot wrong again, just it shows you the experience and the discipline he's got and he knows when to take a risk and when not. And he he, he was spot on like, like the no, rest of them, to be fair. He, he wasn't subbed. Was he not? Gray came no, on. Gray came, came, came off for Ailing, didn't he? Yeah. So um, he had to get through the entire rest of the game. Yeah. And it, when you're knackered as well against guys that are running at you like that, fuck yeah. me, it's like... It's hard, isn't it, like to not just stick your leg out and up for best when you're completely gassed and you're dead on your feet. But well, yeah, nobody did I, anything I, like I that. think that's that, that's that's the main difference between the sides that we had towards the end of last season and well, sorry, the coaching that we had towards the end of last season and the coaching, coaching. That we've had this season. Exactly, there we've were no coaching them. last season, Gilly. Come <laughs> we've on, had now. Some. <laughs> um, no, you can see that they can go for a full ninety, and and I think that's that's the and you know we we mentioned about the balance. You know, Kamara played well last night. If he plays the next game, depends on his fitness and how he's able to train in between. Because you don't you don't drop him if you if you don't have to. Um, coming off the back of a man of the match performance. Hang on, if that's true, that's amazing. That is true. We called out in the commentary last night. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Just Andy Aylor saying Byron played with Archie's dad the first time at Leeds. That's that's a cracking start. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think um, you know we, we're going to get into the predictions and so on um, uh, in the in the main pod. Uh, I'm sure I we think, are. <laughs> but it, it's one of those <laughs> where a lot of us, if not all of us, um, went for a Leeds win, probably more in hope than expectation, or more with heart than head. Let's put it that way. And for the one um, time I tried to be realistic, I went for a draw instead of a Leeds win. You didn't. I did, yeah. I went 2-2, two, <laughs> two, I think. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think we'd keep a clean sheet. I didn't think it'd be a massively high-scoring game, but I did think we'd probably cancel each other out somewhat. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. When we were 1-0 up, I wasn't hoping that they'd scored, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'd rather Leeds win than I win Predictions League, so... Well, go. yeah. I, I mean, there is, there is that. Um, I, I, I guess, um, yeah, just, um, so we've, we've covered most of the first half and we've kind of bounced around the game anyway. Um, but I think, yeah, in, in terms of the, the subs, because we've, we've kind of been critical of Farker earlier in the season where he's not made changes that we felt that he needed to change. Sometimes. He felt right this time. He got him right against Norwich. Yeah, he's got yeah, he right a couple of other times. You know what I mean? It's it's one of them things, isn't it? Sometimes you roll the dice; it's going to work. Sometimes it's not. Yeah, um, but um, it felt right this time. You know, we spoke about mm. the the shape <clears throat> and the discipline and so on. Um, it felt right to not make the changes this time, and I think the changes were not not using time. I think I think that he wanted impact from the subs, but you know, you're bringing in uh, Gruev for for Ruta. You're changing the shape a yeah. little bit. Um, you know, he's, he's not he's not going to be dynamic on the ball, is he? He's not that sort of player, but he's going to put himself no, no. about and he's going to make some challenges. And I felt like he did that. You just want to keep it tight and shored up at that point, don't you? You don't want to be like yeah. spraying wild passes around and trying risky things. So, Gruev's fine to come on in them circumstances and just do what he does. Yeah, and then uh, um, you know, we we brought on Anthony and um, Nonto right at the death. 
And I think that was just to try and scare people. <laughs> I think it was just to run caught down a bit. Mind because <clears> you know if if they do overcommit, we are going to hit them on the break because Anthony and Nonto fresh. Mm. They should be stripping anybody that's that, that's there. So yeah, it felt. It, I've, I've, I just it more of a call out of anything else than I thought that it was right. It, it was right to make the subs in the way that he did this oh, time. Oh, yeah, I did, yeah. I agreed. Yeah. The only thing that worried me slightly was Ailing coming on, because it always worries me. And he missed <laughs> he missed the header that his man beat him to. So, But he didn't now, really do it wrong besides that. And the guy, someone in the comments mentioned this, and I missed it, actually. But people are saying he were fouled because the guy climbed him. He used him as a stepladder, big time. Yeah, but nothing like that. But he wasn't given. up and... This kind of brings me to something else I wanted to mention. I'm going to have an argument with Square Ball now because I listened to them earlier. And they said they thought the ref was good. And I'm 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 absolutely taken aback by that because I thought he was shocking. And the the linesman was shocking. Um <laughs> where we were in the in the corner near our goal in the first half, um one of their attacks, the winger went right to the byline. The ball went two inches out, and the line was like this. <laughs> and he, he he said nothing. He said not. We could see it in the stand. You could clearly see it ball cross the line. Didn't give anything. Just let him keep going. Um, there were a couple of fouls he gave him that were bullshit. Um, there were the penalty shouts, although they were probably a bit soft. Having seen them again, um, I think the first one I, for me is a penalty because Ruta's got in front of his man and then he's had his heel clipped. And if I think by the letter of the law, it is yeah, yeah, but it would have been a um, soft one. But you take the it. second one actually is what Farker got himself booked for, and I don't think that's a penalty <laughs> yeah. any, any, any day of the week. He must have um, thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. To, no, to be fair, on first watch, I can see why you were fuming about it. But when you see it back, yeah. I, I, I don't think that one is the one on Jimmy because um, I think it might be Pereira actually. He, he does put his hand on him, then he takes his hand off him, and he's not grabbed his shirt or anything like that. He's put his hand on him and gone, "No shit, I can't do that." He's in front of me. Yeah, and then like half a second later, Jimmy starts going down, and you're thinking, "That's not a pen. You you need to be trying to stand your feet." So I, I, that that one for me, definitely not. The first one for me, that should be a pen. You know, when you're yeah. looking at, as you said, in the letter of the law, um, the the man is absolutely nowhere near. He's, he's four or five feet away from the ball at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you'd be fuming if it got given against you, but yeah, but I'd be like fuming. Say, letter of the law. Yeah, you know, you, you you can't you can't make contact in that sort of context from behind a player as well. You know, it's mm. just, um, yeah. For me, that 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 one definitely more of a shout. I don't think the Jimmy one was one at all, but the one on Ruta, yeah, yeah. I think more, more a pen than not. We've um, got a fan here, Gilly. We've made a great victory sound like a defeat. Like we must, <laughs> all that praise we've been heaping on players and stuff. I'm sorry that I'm not bouncing around like this, mate, because it's fucking Saturday morning and I've got home at 1am from Leicester. <laughs> Fuck's sake. What do you people want? Um, but this one, so Scooby said, no penalty, Rutter ran in front of him, was not deliberate, he can't just disappear. That's irrelevant. If he's made contact with the player and not made contact with the ball, it doesn't matter whether it's deliberate or not. Um, no, exactly. But, like um, that one Luke Ayling gave away last season We're at Arsenal when he were on floor were, and his leg yeah. touched the player and you were like, oh, just pull your leg in. And, it, you know, yeah. that wasn't deliberate. That were an accidental touch, but a penalty gets given. You can't complain about it. Yeah, that's right. It just is so, what it is, isn't it? 
it, it is. Um, and, and because contact is made, that's that's why I think that is one. Um, so I think just in terms of, um, you know, if you look at the table now, so I think before any games kick off this weekend, I think, you know, we're in a position where it feels like um, we're starting to solidify our playoff spot at least. Um, yeah. So I think from a from a viewpoint of that, um, if you look at the table, actually, it's really, really close below us. So there's four points to Southampton behind us. Yeah. They're one point in front of West Brom, Cardiff and Hull. We're only one oh, point in, Sund- in front of Sunderland and Preston. Um, it's it's, it's really um, what's that? It's close. It's it's you can't it afford is. to slip. No, we can't keep losing not. these odd games either against teams like Stoke. This is something that we need to stamp out now. Like you go and you beat Leicester, you've you've got to be riding crest of a wave from there and believing in yourself, yeah. aren't you? Absolutely. So, and and you know the, the the players won't be looking back. The players will be looking above them and going, "We need we need to catch Ipswich, and then we need to focus on Leicester," which is pretty much what what was being said after the uh, after the game. Yeah, it's awful when it does that. Do you know you get a better view when you make the tab smaller for some reason? But yeah, it's <laughs> um it's tight. I mean, I thirty nine points. It's really upsetting. But, yeah, but that's um, still eleven clearers. But they were, you know, if, I know. You, if you consider that's a six point swing from last night, we'd exactly. have been on twenty five. They'd have been on forty two. Exactly. <laughs> and there ain't no catching that. There ain't no catching. They could lose for two months and not be caught. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if they did that, um, which is a bit scary. I really want Ipswich to lose today, but I can't see it because they're playing Wayne Rooney's Birmingham City who will never win yeah, a game while he's in charge. Um, good old Birmingham fucking Rooney. Twat. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like you say, it's very tight. I mean, where um, where are we on 28? They could be on 27 Southampton after today, so or tomorrow whenever yeah. they play. Um, West Brom could be on 26. I didn't expect them to be up there because they've been pretty shocking when I've seen them. Um Cardiff too. It's very tight. There's no. It's like one or two defeats has a dramatic effect on the league unless you're in the top two, and it then does. you just have to keep on it. Now we've shown yeah. we can do it. We've got to have that belief. Now we've got to keep going. We we can't afford more slip ups. We are gonna lose games in this league. We are. You know we're not an invincible side. We've got us weaknesses. You have off days, but we have to be making sure that we're winning. Anything that we can win. We have to be maximum effort every game. We can't be going into anything fearing any teams now. We've gone up to the best side in the league at their place and we've beat them and we've shown them how to go on. And yeah. their fans are happy. Our fans are over at Moon. That's all of it. <laughs> keep it going, Leeds. Just keep it going. That belief exactly has that. to be there now. Exactly that. And so somebody worked out how, what our points tally would be at the end of the season if we kept it going just as we are from the start of this season. Mm-hmm. Which also includes those wobbly games against Chef Wednesday. Who if we played now, we'd be putting five or six past. Um, you know, we need yeah, to yeah, get yeah. Birmingham again. We're, we're, we're appallingly bad when we played against them, but we didn't get the result we wanted. So I think that's it, it. And losing games that we should be winning can't continue. That's something we've got to yeah. stamp out. Yeah, and you know, you're right. Everybody has an off game. You, you look at Stoke. We were just poor. You know, we didn't yeah. deserve anything out of that game. We got we got what we did deserve, but you know, since I'd say then, neither we... did to be fair, but that's how yeah. it goes, isn't it? If you've got to take your chances yeah. or create enough um, chances. But Southampton are away at Millwall. Uh right, okay. Well that's a tough place for him to go. It's not an easy game for them. Um, they are shit Millwall, but they, they never are. make it easy. <laughs> 
So yeah, um, but um, you know, West Brom are playing Hull. Um, yeah. Both of them have been all right this season. Um, Swansea yeah, Hull has been all right. My mate's a Hull fan, and he's been waxing lyrical about him. He's well, he's over moon because they've been shit recently, and yeah, they're, they're starting to finally look like they might get in or around the playoffs, which has been probably a long time coming for them as another team that was in the Premier League at one point. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it is, and, and they are, I think, joint with Cardiff and West Brom. So that, that you know, playing against um, West Brom today will be a be an interesting one for them. Um, you know, yeah, it's, a, us, it's a good one, that. For us, a, a drawing, a, a draw would be all right. <laughs> you know, yeah, that, that's be best wrong. case scenario for us, definitely. We don't want anyone closing the gap to us, but somebody will, obviously. So, yeah. But yeah, we just have to keep doing our job. And I think that's, well, that's what exactly Marker it. will be telling him because that's the kind of guy he is. That's exactly it. And if you look at the table and the upcoming fixtures that we've got now, you know we've got we've got Plymouth and then we've got Rotherham, and and then we've got Swansea at home. You, you know, want to think, oh, a nice easy run, but there ain't one, is there in Championship? You, you want maximum from that from those three games? Yeah, I, you I, do. I want, I, I want I want and expect now that we've beaten Ipswich and we've beaten Leicester and. You know the dog botherers ate us, and we did them over as well. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think I think it is that thing that you we, now we put ourselves in a position where we're in the ascendancy, and it's about keeping that momentum going now, isn't it? More than anything yeah. else. Yeah, don't um, don't go back to fucking square one again. Don't slip up. That's yeah, all I want to say. The only thing, the only thing is we've got another international break. And they're really not helping us. You know, that, that first one, we spoke about the first one and thinking, actually, this is great timing because now Farc yeah. is going to have some dedicated time with the squad where they don't, you know, they're not going game to game every three, four days. Um, but actually, now that we're in a position where we're trying to build that momentum, you don't want the international break. No, so you don't. This is the third month in a row. So, yeah, we've Although got Spence Plymouth might be back after it. Sorry? Spence might be back after it, though. Yeah, I mean, there is that. And I think um, if, if there was an area of the pitch, you know, we, we, we obviously we spoke about Archie going how well he did last night. But if there's an area of the pitch that you're thinking, um, actually, we, we need to do something a bit different here. Spence is a, a, and I know that Gray's played right back, and I think we all appreciate how big a player, how big a future he's got in the game. Um, Spence is a specialist right back and has played at a level that means that he can really drive us forward from that position. So. I think you know. I think we're yeah, we're exactly. all looking forward to that. But equally, Furfo's back! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Can't wait to see that. Right. Um, I don't think can... he's even going to get on bench, is he? At the moment, well, things are. He did. Are. He was on bench last night. Were you on the bench? Yeah. Oh, I missed that completely. <laughs> in my in my rush to get in there ten minutes later, I just didn't get Shaq's, to see up like that. Shaq's didn't make the squad because of a glute issue. Okay, That's, um, uh, I won't make any jokes about that. <laughs> um, so I've like um, seen that fella try to climb Spence, by the way, because he's six foot summer, isn't he? So, <laughs> well, Alien's not short though, is he? He's shorter than that though, isn't he? He's, is he like five nine or five ten? Is he? I have what? to look at this now. Five, my knowledge nine. of my knowledge of stuff like this is shocking, mate. So <laughs> because everybody really knows you, yeah. Oh yeah. So his uh Spence is one point eight four meters and Nailing's one point eight three. So he must be about five eleven or something. 
Where's me? Right. Where's my okay. meters to feet converter? <laughs> I, I just need to know now because that's how I am. I just need to know. One point eight three. Well, he's six foot as well. They're just different degrees of six foot. <laughs> okay, fair well, enough. You you've been really helpful, uh, and you've you've started some comments. So I'm just going to spin through them now. Yeah, you better do because I'm starting to go a bit stir crazy now. I'm looking at players' heights and calculating <laughs> stuff. So Dan, Danny writes with his eye lads watch a game from Cape Verde last night an epic three points. Um, Danny's old man is a town fan. Um, oh, is he? So he's, he's probably had a pretty good week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Brennan, hello to all of you lovely people. Hope you're all well. Absolutely buzzing myself. Hi, Paul. Welcome along this morning. Uh, and Paul again, there's one thing with the team now. They're all playing with confidence and playing for each other and smiles on their faces. Um, they are. I, I don't know if you saw it in the highlights, but the, um, the interview... Uh, after the game with Ruta and Kamara, it, yeah. it. no, honestly, I've heard about it, so I'm going to watch it. I just haven't had a chance yet. Oh, this Ruta, you know, he, he's got this big beaming. You know how when you used to watch Ron, uh, Ronaldinho playing football, and it would just, oh, yeah. you just couldn't get over how much he just loved it. He just loves yeah, everything yeah. about it. It's that big cheesy grin on his face while ever he were playing. And I'm not for a second saying that Root is Ronaldinho, by the way, before anybody gets in the comments and states that. But it, the way that he enjoys his football when he's playing well, mm. uh, but equally the camaraderie afterwards as well. And, and you know, he, he were he were mad keen. He had the um, the man of the match award in his hand, and he were mad keen yeah, to yeah. hand it over and comment. And the uh, interviewer had to keep saying, "Just we'll get to that. Just stand down <laughs> a let's, let's just have a conversation first. Um, and he, he were he were just mad keen to big his, his teammate up. And I think that that there's a lot to be said for what Farker's done there because I think yeah. you know, um, especially with with Nonto looking for moves and all the rumours around Jimmy and yeah. a, a lot of the stuff that were going around the squad. There's lots of new faces come in. Byram came in under a bit of a cloud. Um, mm. uh, and I think there's a lot to be said for the way that Farker's managed the entire context, not just the oh, players, not, not just the individuals, but the entire context. And you can just see that they're really, really tight knit group. Yeah. Um, but but they've all got each other's backs as well, um, and and they're all building each other up, which it was just brilliant. So yeah, if you can just go back and find the interview afterwards because yeah, it, it was it was amazing. I'll have a watch after this. Well, uh, myself some proper food. Andy's with us. <laughs> creativity is great. If his finishing was as good as his passing, he'd be insane. He'd also be in the Champions League. Yeah, he won't be um, playing for us, would he? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that, that 35 million, all right, it was a, a young player, but that, that 35 million or whatever it was that, that might go up to 35 or, or what have you. Um, you know, if, if you're saying that that's going to be somebody that's prolific in front of girl, then that that becomes 100 million, doesn't it? Mm. Um, so It's probably not 35 million, you know, in the end, because I reckon uh, one of the clauses would have been avoiding relegation. So what about? Well, I couldn't remember whether thirty-five was <laughs> was including or with oh, add-ons okay. on top Fair of. Enough. I couldn't remember. If uh, it's add-ons as well, that's insane. Well, it, it, I, I just remember it being reported as our biggest fee, but you don't know whether it's yeah, our yeah. biggest fee if everything is yeah, hit yeah. Or, or, yeah. or whatever else. I can't remember. It's not that important. I, I, you know, I, I I need to make a mental note to stop mentioning the fee. Yeah, that's in the past as well. It um, colours your opinion, doesn't it? It does. It really does. You expect um, maybe more should from a player because it was a big fee. Yeah. Yeah. And that's on 
um, a, a previous management structure in the club that's, mm. that's, that's long gone now. So, well, I love him. So, you know, I think he's great. And 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 I once called him J. Roy Grot the <laughs> second. <laughs> well and truly, old man's up on that one. I was very wrong, but I challenge anybody to have seen what he is now in him when he was first playing for us. It wasn't there. You couldn't have seen it. Wasn't. It wasn't there. <laughs> it just wasn't there. Um, Lee Fry is with us as well. Marry me, Big Daniel. I'll make you unbelievable happy. Unbelievable hard. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, Danny <laughs> Rumsey, Glenn Kamara, my man of the match. I don't think you'll find many people disagree with that. No. I, I was tempted to put a poll up on YouTube and I just thought there's no point. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it can only be Kamara. It was immense. Yeah. Um, Alison Adams is with us as well. Hi, Alison. I said we'd be, we'd be beat 2-1, so glad to be wrong. Well, I'd gone 2-1 the other way. Um, I, so you know, you'd, you'd, uh, you'd have cost the fans in the predictions league, Alison, if we'd have used your prediction there. That'd have been minus five, that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul Stone, to me, that was a statement win by Leeds United. Please, we got the win. I think we stopped them getting a record last night. We did that, it would have been their record 10 in a row. Um, they'd already um, had the record breaking start to a, a league across the first 15 games, I think it was that the, the record was. So, what was ours? Uh, was it eight in a row? They had hours, did you say? No, what was our record when we um, yeah. went up? Was yeah, it eight in a row? We had, we had a really good start, didn't we? But We did. Ru- Russ is in the... comments, so you might know. Was that the minus 15 season? No, I wasn't on about, five on I was on about the championship. But yeah, that was ace. That. I tell you, that season I went to every home game except Millwall because I was away. And I was doing what you do, buying individual tickets. Yeah. Cost you a fortune, but you don't care, do you? <laughs> no. Long as you're there. <laughs> uh, the corner Dan James took for Leeds to score from that corner was a perfect delivery. You could see the players appreciate that by running to Dan James. Positivity flowing through the team. It was. You know, I spoke about the frustrations before it, not, not getting it past the first man and whatever else. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think um, I think it's it's good delivery. It's just patchy good delivery, if that makes sense. You know, you do see that yeah. he delivers Good, good, good balls in. But if that's one in four or one in five, you know that it's that consistency that we need. And I think that's a lot of people's critical uh, of um, a lot of people that were critical of Jack Harrison was exactly the same. Sometimes it'd absolutely be inch perfect on a plate, and you go, "Wow, look at that!" And then the next three are just hitting the first man, and he stood with, 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 with hands over the <laughs> yeah. mouth, and, and then they go, "Just go home, lads." <laughs> yeah, and then always they just puzzled the first man. Yeah, I mean, how can a player be as technically gifted as Jack Harrison and not be able to cross a ball in? From cross a ball, yeah. Sat in front of his feet, do you know what I mean? It, like, <laughs> you should be able to pick your spot when you're a professional footballer, of yeah. any of any level, really, Yeah, be able to place a ball. And it seems that we just can't, and it doesn't matter who's no. in the team. Uh, and the only person that we, we, we did have was Sam Greenwood, and <laughs> we've sent him out. And he's scoring there are, goal. <laughs> there are some things that are just leads and bad corners is one of them, regardless yeah. of who the players or manager are. There's a reason there was why. an Leeds United podcast called Beat the First Man, wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Scooby, name, Scooby, I think he's talking about um, Jimmy. I loved him shoving that fella and standing his ground after he sort of got kicking ghoulies. Oh, I missed that bit. Um, I thought I it were all a I bit of... I didn't see that because it was opposite side to me. Kick. 
Gilly's Wi-Fi runs on paraffin. That's my Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Andy using Nextdoor's internet. No, it was my own mesh internet that I was connected to. I did a bit of work on that. I was stressed. Um, I think Foxes will go up, but don't they lose players to African Nations Cup? They do. Um, now, are any of those wingers? Up. Are any of those wingers going? Because that'll hurt them. Uh, so it's Mavadidi and, and, and Fatou, but I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but uh, yeah, that you, know, you can have a look actually while while I continue with the comments if you wanted. But um, yeah, I mean that's 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 for quite a significant amount of time just going to, into the new year as well, isn't it? So that that would yeah. be impactful. Yeah, I don't... it'll take me a while looking for this. I can't be bothered. <laughs> Liam B says Archie stood up to one of their best players Rod is so massive for his great mentor for our new captain Stroik who's going to become a great centre-back Byron is playing outstanding I think that's all fair from last night I think um, mm. you know I'd been critical of Stroik um, in, in a couple of ways one that he was a bit too passive as a player and, and um, had made it, it looked a bit unsure of himself and the other one too passive as a captain and I think he did mm. both of them really well last night so Obviously, he watches this podcast and has taken my comments on board. Mm. He, he must do, yeah. He must do. He's, he's Gilly's coaching tips. That's it. Uh, Paul Brennan, the save by Melia in the last kick of the match. What a first-class save. You can see that at the end as all the players pounce on Melia. Um, there's, there's a few people that have gone, no, it's over the line, it's over the line. It's definitely not. But no, it's not. it was an inch or two. You know, it wasn't far, um, and and so uh, yeah, he'll 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 deserve any plaudits he gets for that one. Uh, and another one, Archie Gray's a special player. We'll have learned a lot last night because the Foxes have some good players. But Archie ended himself with, uh, maybe that's immense, immense, immense yeah. pride. And Archie will learn a lot more. He always writes it like that, right? I've okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is a really interesting point, and I think this only comes from the shape because Farker would have been aware of this. Uh, Scooby says, I was probably more surprised there seemed to be no real ball over the top to Vardy. At times, Pascal was pushed up quite a lot. Mm. I think we were almost trying to attempt that because, um, you know, Vardy's quick, but Rodon's quick as well. Now, he might not be quite Vardy quick, but yeah. he's also much bigger than him. Um, so I think any of the balls over the top... Um, you know, we had Melier fairly far out of off his line, uh, and rode on alive to any any runs off the back of us. But it didn't feel to me like the midfield added the option. You know, all it was was Fish and and um, and Co at the back just knocking balls long. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't that Not ball the top or down the I channel for somebody to run onto. It was just a long ball and didn't get yeah. anything from out it. out to the wingers every time, and the wingers tried to come into the box and put balls in. That was the plan. Yeah. They weren't going through the middle at all. Jesse Marsh, he didn't die for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liam B, the front are all playing for each other or four of them putting a shift last night. A great header by Byron pushed out to Rutter to score. Yeah, mm. absolutely. But on and Paul Somerville, impressive last night. Jay was an all-rounder last night. Yeah, he was. He was everywhere and he did everything that were asked of him. I especially like the way I was going to mention this as well, that when we were defending and we sat back and they were coming at us, like, I love the way that we doubled up on the wingers, using yeah. our wingers to do that. Yeah. I thought that was great. It really frustrated them. It didn't allow them to get the out ball that they wanted in many yeah. cases. It, it closed them down and disrupted what they were trying to do. And I was wondering if other teams might look at what we did and try and replicate that against them. 
So the only team that um, have really gone at Leicester um, that I've seen and that other people have mentioned so far, at least, was Sunderland. Mm. And I think Leicester counted themselves really lucky to get away with three points against Sunderland. And they'd done yeah. pretty much what we did. So I don't yeah. even know if Park has looked at what Sunderland did and gone, we can do that only better. Because we are better. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we should be better than Sunderland, you know. They, they, um, we, we, we're a relegated team that's that's been able to sign. I mean, I think we've spent twelve million on our midfield, and we've got Kamara. <laughs> it's great. mental, and isn't it? Player. It's incredible, really. It's mad to think that selling Tyler Adams bought those players. Yeah, and we've improved. <laughs> and I reckon each one of them individually is better than Tyler Adams. Yeah, I, I think out um, of Kamara and um, Ampadu, anyway. Yeah, I, you know, I, 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 it's not even just that, is it? They're also available for the games. Yeah, which is they're not injured point. permanently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. I you, honestly, right, when you look back, and I, I, I hate saying this, but relegation was probably the best thing that happened to us. Because so I was dead we'd have been saddled with those players. Yeah. I didn't want to go down. I was like, no, no, that's ridiculous. It's, it's stupid. It's a backwards step. But just being able to get shut of all that lot and get these players in, who you can see... They're all and good the enough. Yeah, yeah. They're all good enough to step up. Like we might not be amazing initially, but I, I believe those players can grow into Premier League football if we get there. I don't think there's, you know, anyone in the first eleven really that wouldn't at least give a good account of themselves. The really big concern for me is the Ben White situation with Rodon. Yeah, yeah. And we know um, how that goes. Yeah. So we just I, have yeah. to make sure that if they say no, we just say all right then. And we move on. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's it's one of those where if they are open to a deal that we try and get that done in January. I think mm. if we if we make one if if we bring in a, one additional player, maybe a, a creative ten, and yeah, yeah. we sign Rodon, I'm okay with that. You know, I, I don't think we need a big influx of players, and I, I'm not even certain that we'd massively need a ten. I think my only concern is if Piro's goals dry up, what else does he mm. offer? And who else do we have to bring in? Well, we've got Bamford, who well, you've, 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 you've melted down for glue. Yeah, he's already dead to me. Um, <laughs> if we got a 10, who do you drop? Because you have to keep Piro in, in case he gets a good chance. I think it's one of those and where... you have actually, to keep Rooter in. I think it's one of those everything. for me. You know, you, we've, got, we've got Anthony to come on, and we've got Nonto to come on in the wings, and we can play Jimmy in the 10, and we can play Nonto up front. Mm. But I, I think <clears> for me having another person in there. If one of those gets a long-term injury, all yeah. of a sudden we look light again. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? That's the problem. You know, the, it's a long, long season. And especially you know, over, over, um, over that, I mean, I know the, the January window comes comes too late for this, but over that Christmas and New Year period, the games are every two, three days. And, yeah, and know, coming yeah. out of that period, you know, bringing in somebody else that can just take a bit of emphasis off those players that have that will be carrying us through that period yeah, yeah. of creating and scoring the goals. You know, I, I can't see that being a bad thing. I don't think it's as critical as I thought it was at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's one for you. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah, sorry, Jimmy Somerville. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's too um, young. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we've got depth everywhere except probably nine and ten. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I don't count Bamford anymore. He's persona non grata. So and and uh, you know Matteo Joseph doesn't seem to be getting much looking. Yeah, that's um, curious. Yeah, we, we've got we've got other players out on loan. You know, Greenwood fancied himself as a as an attacker. I know that other people 
saw him playing differently, but we'll not talk about that anymore. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> um, think Perkins will, will come back and stake a claim. I think he's And that's finished. a really strange one as well, because he was so highly rated at West Ham. His um, attitude stinks, though, by all accounts, doesn't it? Uh, right, okay. Yeah, I mean, you, and that, that's the point, isn't it? you never really know. And I, and I, I think Farker, in exactly the same way as Bielsa, will be one of those where if they're not pulling the weight in training, they're gone. Yeah, exactly. You're There's no point having people around club who are just a disruptive influence or who aren't putting yeah. effort in because there's lads who do want to do it. Yeah, exactly. There's, that. Pe- there's so. people who are desperate to play for Leeds United. Yeah. I yeah, and you can see that in not. the way that they're playing at the moment. You can see that. Mm-hmm. So it, it'd be too disruptive. And, and that's where I'm saying actually about who do you bring in and who do you drop? Actually, we, we're wanting to bring in somebody that's going to be part of that unit that's going to work with the players that we've already got and not work against them. And, you know, um, that they'll all look at the goal scoring charts and all of that, but they're all really yeah. happy for each other. You know, they are. Dan James got the plaudits for the goal, as, as was pointed out in the comments. Mm. Danny says Perkins has not played a game at Oxford yet. Wow. Is that true? Wow. We'll have to do a loan watch for one of the uh, one of the main pods. Scooby says, because he's Dutch, I like Somerville, but he's no Jimmy. He smiles so much, doesn't possess a can in his feet. We're not talking about Hasselbank. No, There's no, a singer no, called Jimmy, Jimmy Somerville. Somerville. was a singer in the 80s. Sorry, That's I didn't. Right. Even when I mentioned it, I didn't really make it clear. No, Jimmy Somerville was a singer in the 80s. Um and that, so that that's why he's, that's the only other Somerville I know. But whenever I hear Somerville, all I think of is Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we've cleared that but up. Was for it you, the communards? I'm I'm just gonna have to check. Was it the communards? Yeah, Bronski oh, beating the communards he was in. So I yeah, don't I, you know. know. Go go and have a listen. <laughs> just a couple more comments. Um, Scooby again. It's a foul on Bill. Hand on shoulder. Climbing. Impeding jump. Great reaction, Dillian. It is. It is that. And again, nothing from the officials. Yeah, um, which we come. They to wanted explain. Leicester to score. They wanted Leicester to score. Yeah. Did you see the end when we went past ninety-six minutes and everyone's whistling for the ref? It wasn't going to blow till their attack yeah. stopped. Yeah, he um, gave them a last chance. Even even my youngin was screaming because I I was getting really antsy because it's like it's ninety-six and a half ref. What are you doing? And, yeah, and it got to like ninety-seven, 97 minutes, and he was jumping around going. What's, what's <laughs> Uh, and then just one last comment. Russ is in the comments as well. Welcome along, Russ. What signing Kamara's been for us this season? Him and Abdu have been immense. Player of the match for me last night, Kamara was. Yeah, as I said, you're going to find a few people disagreeing with that. Ah, spot on. Um, right. Okay. So, um, ah, I, I've just got one apology to make as well. So, Dremit's in the comments. No podcasts up on the apps again, boys. Making me listen to Football Daily and 606 and shit like that. Help a hardworking brother out. What a game, what a result, boom. I'm taking all of that because I do all of the audio uploads and then seed them out across all the various different apps. And I was selfish enough to go on holiday this week for half term, I'm afraid. So that's all and I will, me. And I, get I will just say, it's not because the rest of us are lazy bastards. It's because Gilly's the one who has the login to the because I'm a control it, so. freak. You can say I'm yeah. a control freak. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I know you've got some personal details linked to it, and you don't trust any of us not to um, <laughs> sell you out or something. I don't know. Steal your identity. Probably But It will all be up and it will all be sorted, so they'll all be there for you to listen back to. Um, so that just brings us on. So um, we've got... Uh, um, we've got a, a, um, a main pod before our next game, so we don't need to look ahead. So, um, just a question for you now is just anything else to say before we close? Nothing, mate. I'm 
I'm a I'm a happy Jay this weekend. My my entire weekend's relaxed now. I'm gonna watch some uh, sweaty men throw each other around in WWE this afternoon. All oh, right, and, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm watch some, uh, yeah, we'll try to find the right words. Um, yeah, and then I, I have been away this week, so I've not really kept an eye on it. But um, I, I have got absolutely no idea what's been going on on Twitter this week and, and what on <laughs> earth has gone on. Um, so yeah, at least it's it's human and human contact. Well, yeah, exactly. That's it. Um, and there's Formula One as well, which I'm a big fan of. Um, so I'll be watching that this aft qualifying sprint and all that bollocks that they do now. Uh, yeah, just relaxing otherwise because, you know, Leeds won and we're all happy. It's nice, isn't it? Because um, it, a Friday night game has a real opportunity to derail your entire weekend. So it's nice to pick up three points against top of the league and stop them breaking their own record. It does. <laughs> It's just fantastic. I mean, you can just relax now, watch other games, and you're not like worrying, watching them, thinking, "Oh God." If we'd have only just got three points, we'd have been there. (laughs) And it does put a bit of pressure on it, switch the fact that we've got our points on the board already. That's it. Yeah, they've got games in hand, but you know, that's that's um, games in hand don't mean anything unless you turn them into points, do they? So exactly. Cool. Well, there's there's a positive to finish on. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> rather than resting defeat from the jaws of victory or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, we're down to earth on this podcast. We don't go nuts. You know, it's just how we are. It's just how we are. And it's a bit early to have a beer That's what well. people want. <laughs> it's a bit early to have a beer like we do on the usual on the on the main pods as well. So It is, to be fair. I've got a Guinness cup where it's had coffee in it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, even for me, it's too early for that. So, yeah. <laughs> Cool. So thank you, Jay. Thank you, everybody, for getting involved in the comments. As I said, there will be a main podcast coming up on Tuesday and all of the audio podcasts will be sorted today for you to go back and listen. So if you've missed them, thanks, everybody, for getting involved and we'll see you again soon. Have a good weekend. Adios. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent League United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at AutoNoBetter with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi & Coke After Match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.